Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Monday, December 12th in the year 2022. Lots going on, some announcements from Mike Lindell, which are going to be interesting to cover, and also a discussion of something kind of always fun to look forward to in Bards Nation, which is coming up next week. Patriots, before we begin, make sure you're taking good care of your digital security. This is a time when hacks and craziness is going on, and there's no better way to start than to start with Start Mail. The protection of our privacy should be every American's right. But the government is watching. Big tech is selling our data and criminals are hacking our accounts. Everywhere you turn, we are losing our privacy. The most important step you can take is securing your email account. Consider the year's worth of emails and the information they hold about where you've been, who you've met, and what you're thinking. That's why I recommend Start Mail, a private email service that keeps your inbox safe and lets you enjoy secure, ad-free communication without surveillance. Every message can be encrypted, and when you delete an email, it's gone forever. Plus, get unlimited disposable email aliases to protect your identity. Ditch the spy mail and get Start Mail. Right now, Bards FM listeners can save 50% on the first year. Go to startmail.com forward slash Bards. That's Start Mail with a T. Startmail.com forward slash Bards. Right now to save 50%. This is one of the most important things you can do is to secure your email communications. Again, startmail.com forward slash Bards to secure your email privacy and your personal security. That's startmail, S-T-A-R-T, startmail.com. Those links are always below the podcast. The Twitter files continue to be kind of the center point now of disclosure, which is important. We're now at the Twitter files episode number number five, and we're learning more and more about the entire nature of this insanity that we went through. Uh, At center point is the person that's now fired, Vieja, Gade, I believe she's Indian. I do need to make a point here, and if I'm not targeting this at anybody in particular, but you'll notice that the the digital platforms, these big tech conglomerates, have been hiring foreigners, and they do they hire these people who really have no interest in our constitution or even no relationship to what it means to have free speech. That's all part of the immigration flow that we're getting in this country, keeping in mind that many of those immigrants have grown up under cartel control. So they're going to be very submissive to threats and very submissive to whatever rules are being imposed upon them. They are, we are at war in this nation. Let's not forget this. And so to the credit, however, to Twitter's international employees, as we've now learned in this latest Twitter drop in the Twitter files, we had literally Chinese arguing to maintain President Trump on the platform while we have Americans asking to have him removed. And it comes down to about 300 Twitter employees that literally took the president off the platform with Vijaya, whatever her name is, Gade, um, who literally was the head of legal policy and trust. They discovered that he had done nothing wrong, which we all knew, and yet they deplatformed him anyway. This was all as an engineered attack on President Trump to support the deep state's operations, backed by the FBI, the DHS, and CIA, all of them conducting an operation through Twitter to demonize President Trump and the entire MAGA movement. 
and then to put the focal point on January 6th, which we now know was run primarily by the FBI informants and and plants, as well as probably foreign agencies because of the presence of Ukrainians that were there and as well as by the CIA. So our government, I need, I cannot stress this enough. Our government turned against the people and has run a coup against us in corporate, in cooperation with key government nodes. And as we've continued down this process from January 6th forward, what you've witnessed is the alliance of corporate entities to align, align against the American people. Patriots, if you ever forget what has happened here, you are not a patriot. Every one of these companies, as we go through this, either needs to be gutted as they're doing at Twitter or they need to be burned to the ground. Nobody survives this. We, they do not turn on us in this way. So this is a, a point now, and this is all in the open. There's no disputing this anymore, to be very clear. And this is a, for those that are finding the Twitter files to be a little bit boring because it's no big revelations, the devil's in the details, as they say. What the big part is here is that so many of the, what we would say the unwoke or the normies are reading this and getting this and starting to understand the magnitude of what just happened. Twitter was run by the agencies, DHS and FBI. I think as we start to dig into this deeper, you're going to discover that DHS is likely was pretty much the uh, alternative to the uh, the military to fight as a domestic military police unit against Americans. So all of this is coming out. It's important to read through them all and encourage you to go through all five. Keep abreast on this conversation because the more that we are there, we're beginning to understand how this is unfolding and the details. There is little question in my mind that this is far more than just Elon Musk. And I'll talk a little bit about more of that after the prayer, but this is not just one man going in and buying up a company. And a lot of that has to do with understanding how corporate structures work. There has been a, uh, a whole point here of having to address a massive architecture across the globe, and it's being handled very summarily and with a very massive strategic plan in place well before that acquisition was made. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today humbled, blessed to always be here in this fellowship that you bless with us and you've blessed us with, a fellowship that extends across the globe, a fellowship that bridges nations, it bridges differences in, in our cultures and brings us together under one body. And we are so greatly blessed to be sharing in that space of the one body in Christ. Father, this is a day that we're reminded yet again with yet another series of information re reveals coming out of Twitter of the nature of the seditious government in which we are literally dealing with. A government that is walking in, in the place of turning the people against each other. A government that is working hand in hand with the, the deceitfulness of the father of lies and a insurgent group of people who see it as their right to direct the policies of an entire nation and worse, to lead them into lies that will lead to hate and division and live in these worlds of deception. Father, we pray for these eyes to be opened and with these reveals that as people come to this realization of what they're actually were part of, 
that they start seeking the forgiveness and relationship in Jesus. That through this, that we have the opportunity to start bringing the power of the Holy Spirit into this nation and to start opening and shaking the foundations of these lies, opening up the lies so people can see into the darkness and realize what they've been part of and literally guide them to the light of Christ. This is a challenging time, Father, a time that we're having to sit by and witness the continued attempts at deceit and the continued attempts at the spinning of narrative as this enemy clings on to its fatal hours of trying to hold on to a victory, which we know is it's escaping its fingers, and it knows it as well. So we just pray for the strength in this movement, this remnant, this patriot American-loving movement, and this movement that extends across the globe to continue to hold fast on the rock of faith and the love in Jesus. Father, this is a time when we must be bold. Our armor must be strong. We must be standing mightily in the, in the presence of kingdom authority. And to do that, we also know that we have to begin in our own process to open up the power and of the justice of the kingdom to ourselves, lift off the burdens on our heart, forgive the, those that are before us, but turn to you for the guidance in the justice that must be reset in this land. One of the most difficult parts of this process, Father, is the confusion that people continually have, that forgiveness equals a, a release from any obligation, justice, or accountability. And we just are praying that that lie will be shattered and cast into the wind, that truly the forgiveness rests within our hearts to lift us up to be mightier within kingdom, to walk in this world with the love of kingdom, but to understand that the mightiness of that demands a justice in this land that must be delivered and must be, must be adhered to by kingdom law. We are truly in a place, Father, where we are looking at resetting this world in such a place as was defined in the Declaration of Independence, that we have a moral law that is yours, Father, that guides this land, and that all civil entities and all civil forms of justice will always be abiding to your law. We have lost that way. We have lost that way by stripping you out of the courts, stripping you out of our schools, stripping you out of our life. Forgive us, Father, for these are horrific acts that have been done to turn a nation from a nation in God to a nation of blasphemy and Babylonian powers and, and deceit. We pray for the strength of those that are walking within Jesus to truly walk in such a time as now to seek the true love in Christ, to seek the true relationship in you, Father, that intimate relationship that needs to begin each day with just the extension to you to seek out who you are, to seek your face, and as we do each and every day, to continue to walk closer and more intimate with you, to bring the power of the Holy Spirit into our lives, the wisdom that you can bring to us as we step forward, as we walk in this place of resetting this land as it must be, and in a land that will put you on the throne and which will be guided by the moral law of you, Father. Lord, in this time, we are asking for a heavy hand of justice to strike down upon this world, a justice that will leave it without any doubt that there is a power and authority greater than these deceitful and delinquent institutions that are leading this nation, a power that will humble these institutions to their knees as they, even if they try to reject you, there will be no space for them to move except to humble themselves before the mightiness of you, Father, the one God, the true God, the God of hosts. 
We pray, Father, that this justice will be profound and will be visible, that people can honestly and will be left with a place where they cannot deny the justice of you, the justice of the power of the Holy Spirit that strikes down upon this land that will shake people to its core and leave no doubt that the, of who the one God is. Right now, the power of the the influence of the of the father of lies continues to cause corruption in people's hearts, and by so by virtue of that, the corruption of the words in which they speak into this world, including vile and unnecessary slanders to you, this is blasphemy. And so we again we pray that the tongues of those who will be tied to not speak such words again. And that this power of the Holy Spirit as it sets upon this land will shake this, this country and this world to such a profound way that it is clear to all those who try to defile you and to defy you that they were now accountable to something greater that they tried to deny. That their father of lies will not protect them and that they will be accountable to you. So, Father, we pray for this this nation. We pray for the, the patriots across the world in the strength and walking in Jesus, that we can stand boldly in this hour to continue to seek and to speak truth into the world in a profound way to shake the foundations and to bring a mighty hand of justice and accountability for a time in which so many are trying to flee. Let us see that justice, Father. Let us feel that justice, and let us all be held accountable to the throne. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, we need strong prayers right now. Prayers that are praying and pushing into this space of asking for justice, which is an important point to lead our hand in justice. The justice system we have is completely broken. And there is no such thing as just a forgive and forget concept. We are demanded to literally to walk in this space and we are to lift, and I guess I can't say this enough, we are to lift the burdens of others' sin upon uh, from our heart, and that is to walk in a forgiving heart. We are to walk in the place of seeking the justice of Father, and in so doing, letting the mighty hand of justice strike upon this land. There is still, and is something that is coming that is absolutely essential to understand, what is coming is going to stir the anger of vengeance. It's, I talked about it last night. It is going to continue to go and in, to continue to pride at that. And unless we are going to walk boldly and allow Father to work through us, we're going to be misled. In other news, Mike Lindell has announced he's running for Republican National Committee chair. And it's going to read this announcement. It was just sent over to me by Don at the marketing department at, at MyPillow. Mike Lindell officially announces his challenge to the sitting RNC chair, Rona McDaniel. It's time to get real with the state of the Republican Party. Quote, the current RNC leadership has failed for three election cycles. The donors have approached me. They are not going to give any more to the RNC. When you have three F's in a row, you don't get elected. One of the biggest failures was collecting money for the same old status quo, thinking you are going to win with a failed model. My opponent promised she would look into the 2020 election. She fundraised it on that promise. She broke that promise. The RNC did not do anything to fix our elections, and they cherry-picked their candidates and would not back the people's choice. 
This is a critical time for the RNC. The donors need a return on their investment, and so does the country. I have done my due diligence, and I can't figure out why my opponent would even consider running again. I assume she has another agenda other than saving our country. I also intend to donate my salary back to the RNC to show my belief in this party under my leadership. We cannot ask people to invest in a failed model anymore. The Republican Party needs leadership in modern technology on election insecurities and on supporting our incredible grassroots candidates across the country. I have that knowledge, and I am already engaged with all 50 states doing this work without the title. A successful CEO of many companies with thousands of employees who has faced much adversity and who has had to change my action based on my current footprint, I know how to adapt. I know what must be done to make our party the strongest it has ever been. Rona McDaniel has not done that. She has failed at as the current RNC chair. The big donor, as well as the regular everyday person, would be foolish to contribute to this current system as it's being led, and they know that. Herschel Walker's race is another F for Rona McDaniel. We have a country to save, and I intend to help our great Republican leaders across this country do that. Mike Lindell. So I would encourage you to... Uh, spread the word and to uh, get him give as much support to Mike as possible. Don't really, I'm looking into the processes of how we can be active in that, and I'll let you know. But nonetheless, that's the press release came in today, and it's a great one to uh, share around. Patriots, on another topic, December 24th, the eve of December 24th, is going to be the second annual Bards Nation Christmas special. I'm getting the videos together now. There's going to be a lot of great people part of this year's episode, and I look forward to sharing it, and I hope you will share it and and make it a big part of your Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. This is a, a really, the whole idea of this originally and what it will continue to be is to provide a true family message in a time of corrupted programming with people that, that are loving our nation, that love Jesus, that love God, and just heartfelt messages, not only for Bard's nation, but for our nation as well. And so I look forward to putting that together. We're in the process right now of getting everybody's pieces together, and I think you'll be very pleased with the outcome. So that'll air the, 20, the evening of the 24th of December. So... With that, a couple other points on news just worth mentioning. Obviously, Twitter has consumed most of the news, but just so you don't get lost in some of the stupidity of the politics, uh, Pete Buttplug, I'm sorry, Buttigieg, um, he has, um, has let everybody know that he is going to continue to fly on taxpayer-funded jets so that he can tell you to become a climate-supporting green weenie. So that's just want you to know that your taxpayer dollars are going to great efforts with him. Um, other than that, the, the world is falling apart. We know that. Oil has been, a, has been capped, supposedly the price of, though we can be rest assured that if the Biden administration has anything to do with it, the, we'll hit $100 a barrel, according to Bank of America, by the end of the year. 
That's exciting. Stocks are in a complete chaos. The dollar is sliding massively, though they're going to try to tell you it's not. And the Saudis and the Russians and the Chinese are pivoting towards the BRICS nation model, which will put gold and oil as a pivot, meaning the ruble is is pivoted is pinned to gold. So the purchase of oil will require a currency that's backed by gold. We're we're not, we're limiting our production and our, we're seeing oil prices increase. I can assure you, you're going to see some shortages coming this winter. Lots of things in the air. But that's the world we live in. As Babylon falls, keep yourself prepared, patriots. I can't stress that enough. You've got to keep yourself prepared in this time. It's an unknown way ahead. We all, we, It's always like you say, you, you hope for the best and prepare for the worst, right? So if you want peace, prepare for war. And that's literally where we're at. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not 
what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 